Hey everyone, it's the Bling Bear Podcast. Thanks for joining in Tuesday, Monday, December 19th, 2022. If you want to know what it takes to make a successful trader, why don't you fast forward to the last 10 seconds at the end, huh? Not the bonus material. You guys are the coolest. Tell all your friends, you guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. Hey everyone, it's your host Bling. Let's go over some headlines for Monday, December 19th, 2022, shall we? Police. Gunman kills five near Toronto before officer kills him. Toronto AP. A 73-year-old man shot and killed five people at a suburban Toronto condominium building before police officers killed him, authorities said. Chief James McSween of the York Regional Police said one of his officers fatally shot the gunman at a condo in Vaughan, Ontario. Police did not disclose a possible motive for the attack or release the names or ages of anyone who was killed, included, including the alleged assailant, but Ontario's Special Investigations Unit, which gets involved when there is a death or serious injury involving police, said Monday that the alleged attacker was 73. Horrendous scene! McSween said late Sunday. Six deceased. One of them is the subject. The other fives are victims. End quote. Close quote. One person who was shot by the attacker was hospitalized and was expected to survive, the chief said. McSween said he didn't know whether the shooter lived at the condo building. York Regional Police say officers were called to Vaughan, Ontario condo for an active shooting around 7.20 p.m. Sunday. Police evacuated the building on Sunday, but McSween said there was no further threat to the community. Residents were allowed to return home early Monday. Resident John Santoro said police went floor to floor to try and find out if anybody else was involved. When I opened my door, police were in the corridor. There were two officers right outside my door in the elevator lobby. Mass shootings are rare in Canada and Toronto. Has and Toronto has long prided itself in being one of the world's safest big cities. Vaughan is just north of Toronto. Canadians are nervous about anything that might indicate they're moving closer to the gun violence situation in the U.S. where mass shootings are common. Everybody's horrified. <clears throat> Dozens hurt in turbulent Hawaii flight. 11 seriously. Han, okay, I'm going to try and get through this. I'm going to rant and rave in the third segment or second segment. Give just, just give me a reason. Just give me a reason to to end this right now. I'm about to start ranting and raving. I don't care if it's unprofessional. Honolulu, AP, a flight from Phoenix. From where? Honolulu AP, a flight from Phoenix to Honolulu, carrying many people traveling for the holidays, encountered severe turbulence shortly before landing, sending some unrestrained people and objects flying about the cabin and seriously injuring 11, officials and passengers said. In all, 36 people received medical treatment following Sunday's turbulent Hawaiian Airlines flight for bumps, bruises, cuts, and nausea said Jim Ireland, director of Honolulu Emergency Medical Services. 20 people were taken to hospitals, including 11 in serious condition. We are also very happy 
and we feel fortunate. Did he mean we are also or also? Because that's two separate words. Where's the editor? Did they? Where's the AP editor? Did they go on vacation early? That's a week, week prior to Christmas. We are also very happy and we feel fortunate that there were not any deaths or other critical injuries. And we're also, it's also, is it also? It's also, like a lot. A lot is two words, everyone. Just so everyone knows, a lot is two words. Also, I think, is it all A-L-L-S-O or is it A-L-S-O? It's a freaking garbage content. We feel fortunate that there were not any deaths or other critical injuries and we're also very hopeful that all will recover and make a full recovery, Ireland said. The full flight had nearly 300 people aboard and carried many passengers traveling to Hawaii for the holidays like J.C. Hayata, Anyo, Eno, who was heading home. The full flight had nearly... Don't do it, Bling. It was just rocky, she told Con TV, K-H-O-N TV. And then it quickly just escalated to the point where we're shaking so much that we're pretty much... We were pretty much, like, floating off of our chairs. Passenger Jodette Neely told NBC's Today show that she saw people hitting their heads on the aircraft ceiling. I was grabbing the seat in front of me, the top of it, to hang on, even though I had my seatbelt on, she said. Hawaiian Airlines Chief Operating Officer John Snook said such turbulence is, is isolated and unusual, knowing that the airline hadn't experienced anything like it in recent history. Three flight attendants were among the injured, he said. Passenger Kaylee Reyes told Hawaii News Now that her mother had just sat down when the turbulence hit and had not had a chance to buckle her safety belt. She flew up and hit the ceiling, Ray said. Jasmine Batinga, who was also traveling home for the holidays, said there were two drops in altitude, including one that was so strong it sent her boyfriend's water bottle into her boyfriend. Jasmine. I turned around and there was a couple of people bleeding and just bracing themselves, she told Hawaii News Now. Just all around me, there were people crying. Oh, dear. There was some internal damage to the aircraft during the turbulence, Snook said. Who's Snook? Um, anyway. Thomas Vaughn, a meteorologist. Vaughn, again. We just talked about Vaughn, Canada. Am I... Is this La La Land again? Did I get trapped in some kind of freaking parallel universe? The Airbus A330-200-200, France. It's a French-made aircraft the airbus a330 200 if i'm not recording this don't start with that shit stop it's already a bad enough episode as it is don't scare me stop scaring me like that shall i continue correction the airbus a330-200 began its descent immediately after the turbulence and the crew declared an emergency because of the number of injuries on board he said air traffic controllers gave the flight priority to land the aircraft will undergo an thorough inspection and maintenance mostly to fix components in the cabin snook said snook said he could only speculate whether some passengers hit their head yeah well <clears throat> we're gonna move on from that story i think am i still in the first segment look guys i've had a foul i'm in a foul mood I'm trying to get through these headlines as best as i can 
and I'm thirsty. I just want everyone to know, all my fans and listeners tuning in at home, freaking Sweden. Sweden. I just want all my friends, including Sweden, this time around. Freaking Sweden. I'm in a foul mood and I probably smell. And I know that the host, the farmer, he was he picked me up. I, I didn't have the courage to take the bus. I didn't have um the mental capacity to take the bus. I didn't have the money to take the bus. At least at the time I didn't. But I didn't have the energy to take the bus. And I just want to I just I've worked a twelve hour shift and I'm doing this podcast still at the very end of it. So I want everyone just to be like just to Okay, we're sleeping back homeless. He's a bum. Just we'll get to it in the next segment. I'll finish the news. Lying out loud. Jeremy Clarkson column about Megan sparks tide of criticism. London AP British television presenter Jeremy Clarkson said Monday he is horrified to have caused so much hurt with a scathing column about Prince Harry's wife, Meghan, that attracted a flood of complaints. Clarkson, who hosts motoring show The Grand Tour on Amazon, wrote in tabloid newspaper The Sun that he hated the former Meghan Markle on a cellular level and dreamed of her being paraded naked through British towns while the crowds chant shame. And throw lumps of excrement at her. Oh dear. You can't <clears throat> look, I don't know what I don't know what generation the press regulator said it had received more than six thousand complaints about the column, almost half as many as the total number of complaints it received last year. One column is half the complaints we received last year. One column. You're already halfway there with this one column. <laughs> you idiot. Who? How drunk were you when you wrote this column? Clarkson, who made his name as the combative host of the BBC sh- car show Top Gear, said the public shaming image was a clumsy, clumsy reference to a scene in Game of Thrones. Yeah, shame. The shame, that shame bullshit, right? Are you all chanting it? In the second segment, coming right up. I'm tired, man. It's a long-ass day. All right, welcome to the second segment, everyone. Clarkson's column followed the release of a six-part Netflix documentary about Harry and Meghan's acrimonious split from the British royal family. The couple quit royal duties and moved to California in 2020, citing a lack of support from the palace and racist press treatment of Meghan, who is biracial. Being biracial is hard, man. I can just say that right now. Being biracial is very difficult in life. If you have managed to find yourself in a relationship with Prince Harry and you're biracial, it's probably not going to be easy. It's probably going to be very difficult. There's subtle, there's backhanded compliments, there's backhanded suggestions, there's backhanded comments. There's all sorts of nonsense that happens being biracial and it's so um pernicious Clarkson's column was condemned by public figures including Scottish first minister Nicola Sturgeon who called it deeply misogynist and just downright awful and horrible I would agree throwing excrement at her like shame shame why for what what did she do exactly what what wrongdoing did she do 
that that deserves that kind of assessment or that kind of opinion. You just don't like her? Okay. Clarkson's daughter, Emily Clarkson, posted on Instagram that I stand against everything. Wow. I stand against everything that my dad wrote about Meghan Markle, and I remain standing in support of those that are targeted with online hatred. Exactly. It's like, well, asked about the article, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said that for everyone in public life, language matters. He added that, I absolutely don't believe that Britain is a racist country. I, I would agree with that too. I don't believe Britain is a racist country either. I think that there's generational gaps and stuff. Look, man, when it comes down to genetics, like I'm half and half and it's European. I'm like Western European, like I'm British. I'm 50% British and I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm about 40, 40% British, 40% Native American and there's some other stuff in the middle. So I know what it's like being biracial and I also kind of have a affinity or even... um. Uh, I guess a, a, <clears throat> a unrequited love for for British culture, and <laughs> my God, ex mafia boss Cadillac Frank Salami dies in prison at eighty nine. Boston AP Francis Cadillac Frank Salami. Apologize if I got it wrong. The once powerful New England mafia boss who was serving a life sentence behind bars for the 1993 killing of a Boston nightclub owner has died at the age of 89, according to the Bureau of Prisons. Salmi, it's probably Salmi. Salme died on Tuesday, according to. Next. I'm not going to read that. Jesuits ask victims to come forward in artist abuse case. Vatican City AP Pope Francis Jesuit order on Sunday. Pope Francis's Jesuit order on Sunday asked any more victims to come forward with complaints against a famous Jesuit artist who was essentially let off the hook by the Vatican twice despite devastating testimony by women who said he sexually and spiritually abused them. The Jesuits asked for new evidence against the Reverend Marco Ivan Rupnik and offered a timeline about his case in an effort to tamp down the scandal. Slovenian, Slovakia, <clears throat> Czech Republic. I'm already in a foul mood. ALS patients. Can I just get into my own problems then, I guess? Let's see here. LA. This last, this, I think this is my last article. I'm just going to skip a bunch. Can I? Sh- shan't I? Freaking foul mood. I feel bad because I was like, I'm bringing down the farmer host here, which is my complaints, dude, on my life. Yeah, and he's just like, damn, dude, yeah. Yeah, man, like, I, yeah, starting over again, I guess I didn't realize how old you actually were. It's like, dude, I'm old, man, and I'm sick, and you got me sick. Someone got me sick. Better hope it's not Corvid. L.A. taps hotel rooms as estimated 40,000 people live homeless Come on, Bling, you can do this. Los Angeles AP, the new mayor of Los Angeles, Karen Bass, said Sunday her administration will start moving homeless people from tent encampments into hotels and motels through a new pre- program that launches Tuesday. 
Bess told NBC's Meet the Press host Chuck Todd that her plan to move homeless people into rooms immediately will not address everybody, but it's going to address hopefully a significant number. She said people will not be forced to move, but the, that sanitation crews will stand by to clean up areas after people have left. But this is not coercing people. This is not ticketing people or incarcerating people. This is moving people from tents to hotels or motels. On our first day, look, man, an estimated 40,000 people are homeless. Outreach will try to coax people indoors. You don't have to coax anyone indoors. Pandemic. Look, I don't want to go through all the details of this whole stunt here, this political stunt. I can tell you firsthand, I was sleeping bag homeless for 25 days. And this is not, like, that was not a political stunt. It was not a publicity stunt. It was not, let me give you my good, unique listeners. It was like the real deal. I was on the street homeless, like sleeping bag homeless on the street. And nobody gave a shit about my life at that point. No one cared anything about anything. Nobody cared. People would lock their doors. I, car horns are honking when I walk through the parking lot. Honk, 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 honk if you see me. Honk, honk. Like, everyone's locking their doors. Everyone has a, a, the misconception. They see some freaking creep walking with a sleeping, with a freaking, yeah, a sleeping bag in his hand. I'm in a foul mood. Some dark-haired creep. No, it's green-haired. No, it's green-haired. How many? How much more time do I have in this segment? Like three minutes. It's such a shitty episode. I'm in a foul mood. I work twelve hours. All right, everyone. Yeah, let me go off here. Um, do you guys remember the November something episode where I woke up and there was a bunch of people blowing leaf blowers by me? Do you guys remember that? And I. I did an Andy Rooney impression, and I talked about how Andy Rooney said that uh, leaf blowers came were like Satan's idea, like hell spawn, demon spawn from hell were, were leaf blowers. Guess what I do for? Guess what I do at night? Guess what I do? You want to know what I do? Guess. Take a guess. Okay, leaf blower. Okay, good. Keep going. Blowing a leaf blower around. Uh huh. Keep going. Trash. Uh-huh. Germs. Yep. Uh, dirty trash. Just public trash. Just open areas of trash. Yep. Blowing that around. Uh-huh. How old are you again? Old. Retirement age, pretty much. Um, and you went to college, right? Yeah. University. Uh-huh. And you got how many degrees? Two. And your first, your first degree was a high honors? Yeah. I got high honors. I received my first degree with high honors. In your second degree, I made the dean's list. Okay. And you're a certified optician, valid through 2023. Yeah. Yep. And you're what? I'm a trash guy. I pick up trash. I pick up everyone's freaking trash. All throughout the night. For 12 hours of freaking day. For 12 hours last night, I went around and picked up everyone's trash in Phoenix, Arizona. How about that, huh? Everyone happy? Is everyone happy? I might get a check this week. I might. 12, 13 hour days. Sure. Should I start trading again? I almost did this morning. I almost did this morning. I almost started trading this morning. (laughs) 
It's the only thing that'll make me laugh. It's my own freaking sarcastic anger. I almost started mi- a trading this morning, man. Got 20 seconds to the third segment. Meghan Markle. Biracial. Bicurious. No, I got a lot to I got a lot of stuff to say this morning, man, and I don't feel good. I'm getting sick. And that pisses me off even more. When I get sick, I get pissed. Just so everyone knows that. Look, I'd love to um I think there's some people in my audience, my friends and listeners tuning at home, and I will not ever disclose how much I ever made in one day. Uh trading. <clears throat> I won't disclose it. Um, I'll take that to my grave. But I was doing pretty good. Okay? I was doing pretty good. And... Like... There was there was something that messed up my life. There was something that interfered. And you can blame it on whatever you want to. But I'm telling you. I was socially engineered out of... Like, the norm. The status quo. This is where I landed. And I was okay with it. Like, I kept thinking I'm going to take eBay to court. eBay's not going to get away with this. Like, the intentional infliction of emotional distress is not going to be eBay's strong suit. It's not. And the more that time passed, the worse it got for me. And unless I actually actually filled out some paperwork, I wasn't going to get anywhere. The problem is... It takes a little bit of time and it takes a little bit of money. I was convinced I was going to just walk across the United States, walk straight on over to San Jose and get camped out in front of eBay headquarters and say, Paul S. Pressler did this to me. <laughs> so did the rest of eBay's bullshit. But I never did. Now here I am in Phoenix, Arizona. Huh? How about that? Like There's money out there, man. And the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing, what I just did for 12 hours, it, like, makes me sick, dude. It, like, disgusts me. Because I hate trash. I hate germs. I have, like, weird phobias around trash and germs. And I've, it's always been that way. Get COVID in the mix, and I've got a serious problem. I've got a huge problem. With trash, germs, just contacting like door handles, whatever. I'm always disinfecting stuff. Like you uh, letting my guard down, getting sick, just being, just going all out after I get sick, get better. A year goes by, I let my guard down, I get sick. Like it just pisses me off so freaking much. The fact that I was sleeping back homeless and I didn't get sick at all. And now I start to sleep roof over my head and get a job and I get sick. My health, I don't, dude, I don't care anymore. I just hate being sick. It's not so, oh, I could live this long. I could live, I don't know, I'm probably going to (laughs) die. Like, my lifespan is probably not your average. I'm I'm a deviant here. A targeted individual. Freaking, um... biracial you have these um i guess you could call them dichotomies 
um, like, um, tugging and pulling, like a tug of war with different, um, you, you, you have a, um, it's like a segmented sort of genetics and an understanding of the world. And I, I don't, it's probably not even appropriate for me to say things like this. Anyway, I'm not trying to say like I'm some princess or anything like that. However, like there are comments that people make like that character from you know, whatever about Meghan Markle that, that are that are flat out inappropriate and they 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 just get going on their high horse just because someone has darker hair and i'm telling you man it doesn't have to be based on race or it's just like there's this like belittling factor um that's in the mix all of a sudden just because there's a generational generational divide like Meghan markle had no say in how she was born or how she was created here one day right and and there was no like limit to her potential and everything else um how she looked if she's attractive or acting talent whatever in my opinion i think she's a talented actress and i think she's got a good head on her shoulders and i i used to think i used to think that she like corrupted harry right like, but I, in my opinion now, these days, especially after some jackass, some dipshit who's had life of privilege <clears throat> starts writing, throwing excrement at, at her. And I hate her so much. And just like, it's like, what are you talking about, though? Like, why are you saying this? Do you even know? Or is it just because you, you think you're, you're, you have to write it? You have to say these negative things about her. Why? Have you even met her before? Britain's not racist. Britain's not racist. It's like, no, they're, they're not. They're not. But there's a culture there that's existed there for just generations after generation. And once you get in that just comfortable position and you feel like you can say whatever you want, you start saying whatever you want. And when every, there's a backlash, it's like, oh, well, I sincerely apologize. It's like, no, man. Like, you just showed your true, your true colors and everyone called you out on it. Now you're just trying to like backpedal. And it's like, no, dude. I'm not trying to say Megan's like some beacon of hope or like she's shedding light on the corruption of the royal family. All I'm trying to convey to my fans and listeners tuning in at freaking Sweden, tuning in at home, like France. Well, France is always. You know, not racism it's not like some sort of phobia xenophobia it's just this privilege and it's this generational divide of misunderstanding that there's no explanation that will ever make sense to this character who wrote that scathing article on they received half as many complaints all the complaints from this article was half the year's complaints. In one article, half the year's complaints. There you go. 
disconnected old dipshit. And I don't, yeah, ageism. Maybe I'm being ageist. Look, I know what it's like to be biracial. I know what it's like to be misunderstood all the time. I don't think Meghan Markle is some like just messianic, uh, infallible um, spokeswoman for all of the royal family or California and Great Britain at all. I don't. I think it's two people who connected, who had a chemistry, Harry and Meghan, and they went off and did their own thing. And they're still running into problems. They're trying to make a name for themselves outside of the royal family. And like, <clears throat> I don't know. I could go on and on, man. <clears throat> can't write stuff like that if you're a public figure. You just can't. Like, his daughter said, like, I, just everything my dad said, I, I don't believe in. It's like, where did, where did this come from? And it's just some deep-seated, I, I don't know if it's racial, but it, it's some sort of something. And I don't believe all, no, Londoners, <laughs> Britons aren't racist at all. Like, I'm sure there's some, just the same way there's um, Americans. American citizens that are racist, just flat out, whatever. But a lot of it does come back to the the content of your character, right? Just the foul mood, foul, foul mood. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a clumsy. It was a clumsy. Every everyone's throwing excrement in her and throwing shit. Well, she's naked. Shame, shame while she's naked. Dude, sexual... Like, sexual perversions and sexual, like, um... Assault and shit. Like, that shit... Like, you could cut me, stab me, do whatever you want. Shoot me up, do whatever you want. Slice me up, do whatever you want. I don't freaking care. But when it comes to, like, sexual perversions and shit... And like trying to get me to perform in sexual acts that I don't want to do. That shit will mess you up. (laughs) And so when you make references of being naked and exposed to the rest of the world. Like forget that dude. Why are we even thinking of this? Why Why are we even like considering this? Why am I reading this? What he's talking about like parading her around naked while people throw excrement in her. Like feces, fecal matter, that dirt, mud, shame, guilt. Why? Why? Why are we doing it again? Just because you you think it's funny, or you think it you're you got too drunk tonight, had too much wine, too much banana cognac, bitch. Why are you doing it, dude? You don't know. Just your sincerest apologies. Get the fuck out of here. I I don't like that stuff. And if you're biracial, man, it's so difficult. To navigate through when people ask you questions and you're like, oh yeah, they don't see me as an equal. They don't see me as someone who's like intelligent enough to understand what they're saying. Or if they want to like pander to me or or be patronizing. Like, why are they asking me these questions? Like, just, just let, like, 
let me exist, huh? Maybe that's why I'm in such a foul mood. No, I, I try and keep up with the murders, and I try and keep up with all the other stuff, but, like, Harry and Meghan, as someone who is biracial, as someone who does have, like, genetic roots <laughs> to Britain... Um, someone who speaks English, someone who's been to London, and uh, someone who ad- admire admires English culture. Um, and tr- and tries to, like, um, like spread awareness to like the 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 um. I don't know, I'll say stuff like torch. And I'll say not the English version of torch because that people in England, they call torches flashlights. Flashlights are called torches, whatever. Rins, windscreen, windshield, boot, trunk. Like, there's so many different... Anyway, translations to different words. But I don't, I don't think England's is... Or the United Kingdom is... Um, Like a, a a bunch of racist people, but when you when you read an article like that, it's just this like a pompous sort of disconnected. I can write whatever I want without consequences. I'm going to attack Meghan Markle just because. Just because? Why though? There's nothing. Nothing. I didn't. I didn't read what he wrote, and there's nothing necessarily racist about it but there's still something there so like why are you writing that again like why do you hate her again what's wrong with prince william and kate huh one is kate so perfect what's the difference then blue eyes or or what because there's i have a hard time believing that Harry and Meghan go around just spreading rumors and lies and going around to like dinners and, and the concierge just going around and just talking shit to everybody and it's like, hey, you guess what? Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? You know what I heard someone say? Pass it on. Here's this pass it on. I I highly doubt that. I In fact, I bet that Harry and Meghan have put so much effort into detaching themselves from the royal family and from the royal duties to the point where now it's like, yeah, a problem. They're, they're, they're trying to, to detach the, themselves so much on their own, their own accord. Like, anyway... I'm in a foul mood. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I get like this sometimes. I guess it's probably the sun or moon or some sort of gravitational pull. I've worked 12 hours last night, today. Um, I hated it. I hated every moment of it. And not because of my coworker. It's, it's, it's just because I felt almost lied to. 
And it's like, here's your job. These are your jobs. This is what, yeah, you want to sign up? You want to, yeah, yeah, sure. I can do that. And then it's like your job duties include taking out the trash, being a garbage man, being an old man garbage man, uh, leaf blower. Freaking leaf blower. I hate leaf blowers. I hate. I cannot stand leaf blowers. I hate leaf blowers. Want to know what I do the entire night? Just leaf blower. You got to blow this out in the street. And I'll come by and vacuum it up. And I'll zoom by and vacuum it up. And from there, I'll pick you up. And we'll go from there. Like You got to be kidding me. I'm having... I'm struggling trying to start this leaf blower. It doesn't... Wah, 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 wah. You know how leaf blower... A, a normal leaf blower, blower sounds like this. That's how a normal leaf blower sounds. Tonight, for 12 hours, I'm pull it again. I'm like breaking a sweat and it's freezing in Phoenix. Oh, I hit the gas and the dude comes over and he's like, does this not get any stronger or what? Does this blow harder? Like it doesn't blow harder. He's like, all right, I forgot my, I forgot my leaf blower tonight. I was like, man. All right. Yeah, let's go. Go to the first freaking circle k that i can find the first place where i can buy beer that i can find i was like here you go yeah here here it is (laughs) just buying these please (laughs) and she's like can i see some id and i was like i don't have i I wasn't bringing my id tonight i was not bringing my id i was not bringing my passport for id for the freaking yeah. Graveyard shift. I had this pun once. I think I won I think I won something off a radio thing. The Dead Art Dave off of uh The Edge. It used to be called The Edge. 103.9 with Dead Art Dave. And he goes, Send me your best pun. I want to hear your best puns. And I go, I called in and I said, The graveyard shift makes you dead tired. <laughs> I think I won something. Probably Limp Biscuit CD or something. Dude, but I was talking about trading. I was talking about it. Um, like, I have what it takes. I have what it possesses to be a successful trader. That I do know. I do, in fact, know. That might be why I was targeted. I'm not sure. But, uh... Boo! Bling, boo. Distract me on this one. No, I have what it takes to be a successful trader. And it's patience. No, it's patience. It's lying in wait. It's not money. It's not anything. I've got it now. I just need a computer. (laughs) Like, I just need a computer. And I can... (sighs) Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care.
I, I almost did. I got the hiccups. I almost did today. Some trading, but I was... I got the hiccups. How do you get rid of them? Just hold your breath, swallow as many times as you can. What a hiccup. Hold it. Keep swallowing. They're gone. They have to be gone. Damn it. We keep swallowing. Freaking hiccups. Dude. When I get back in the market, I will take no prisoners. <laughs>